0: Welcome back. I think I was rushing that problem, so let me just make it clear again, um, so just so you don't get confused. Because I was trying to get under that 10-minute limit. But they want to know what the perimeter of this red is, right? That's, the, that's kind of the outside of this thing that looks like a flower or something. And what I'm saying is that the perimeter of the red part is equivalent to the sum of the perimeters of the, the triangles. Sorry, the sum of the perimeters of the triangles. But if I were to just take the sum of the perimeters of the triangle. I would also be, I wouldn't just be getting the red part. I'd also be getting in these parts, right? Because those are parts of the perimeters of the triangles. So if I want just the red part, I subtract out this, what I just drew in blue. And the blue is the perimeter of that inside square. And the perimeter of the inside square is 9 plus 9 plus 9 plus 9, or 36. So I just take the perimeter of all four triangles. Each of them has a perimeter of 30. So together they have a perimeter of 120. And I subtract out the perimeter of the square inside, which has a perimeter of 36. So 120 minus 36 is what? 84? Right, 84. And that's choice D. Next problem. Let me remember that this is where I ended the last problem. Okay, next problem. Problem number 13. The graph of g of x is shown above. Okay, I better draw it like that because they want us to uh, essentially look at the graph and figure out a value so at well let's see it starts at you know roughly so if i were to let's see two, two, four, six, eight, then we have two, four, six, eight, ten. I'll try my best to draw it like they have. So the line starts like roughly a little bit above 6, not even not even up to 7. And then, where does it go? It goes to like 4. Oh my god, I, was, I thought I was using the line tool. It starts a little bit above 6, not even up to 7. Looks like it about at 1. It starts here, and it goes to the point 4 comma 2, it looks like. 4 comma 2. And it goes from 4 comma 2 to 6 comma 3, roughly. Or maybe even exactly. 6 comma 3. And then it looks like it goes to 8 comma 8. 8 comma 8 is like there, roughly. Uh, that's about right. And then it goes down to, like I don't know, almost 11 comma 2. It goes down someplace like that. And they're asking, so they're saying this is the graph of g of x. And they're saying if g of 2 is equal to k, which of the following could be the value of g of k? g of k is what? So what could k equal? So let's figure out g of 2. So when x is 2, what is y equal to? Well, it looks pretty darn close to 5, if not exactly 5. So k is equal to 5, right? g of 2, g of 2. Is equal to five, right? And they want to know what g of k is. Well, we figured out that k is equal to five, so now we want to know what g of five is. So we go to five. We go pop, 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 pop. This is five, and then we go pop, 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 pop. Looks pretty close to three. G of five. And actually, the way they drew it, well, actually, the way they drew it, it doesn't look close to three. The way they drew it, if you look at where five is, it looks actually less than three. It looks like like two and a half actually. The way they drew it. That's why my my drawing is a little off. So if you look down, look look at the x value. When x is equal to 5, you go up to the graph. It looks like the graph value there is right around 2.5. So I should say this is 2.5. And that is one of the choices, B. Next problem. Problem 14. If 0 is less than or equal to x, which is less than or equal to 8, and negative 1 is less than or equal to y, which is less than or equal to 3, which of the following gives the set of all possible values of x times y? OK, so we really just want to figure out how low can x times y be, and how high times, can x times y be? Well, the, what's the lowest possible value for x times y? The lowest possible value of x times y. Well, if we make y negative, and we make x really big, or as big as it can be, if x is eight and y is negative one, then that is, that is the, that's the lowest value for x times y I can think of. So, x y is, is gonna be, greater than or equal to negative eight, because I, I took. When you take a negative number, you want the other number to be as big as possible, so you get a large negative number. And it's going to be less than or equal to well, what's the what's the what is the what is the largest number that I can think of? Well, if I take eight and I multiply it times the large value of y, and this is a positive value, then I get twenty four. So xy is going to be greater than or equal to negative eight and less than or equal to twenty-four. And that is choice E. And once again, how did I get negative 8? This is probably the part that's non-intuitive for you. Is because, I mean, your instinct might have said, well, x, the, the minimum x is 0, right? So I'll take 0 times any of these, so this is going to be 0. But you can actually get a smaller value for xy by using negative 1 and 8. So that's where we got the negative 8 from. Next question, 15. Switch colors. fifteen. Let me draw that. It looks like line there, line there, line there. And then there's another line that goes like that. And then they write that this is n degrees right there. In the figure above, what is the sum in terms of n of the degree measures of the four angles marked with arrows? Fascinating. So they want to know that, plus that, plus that, plus that. Well, let's just do the angle game. If this angle is n, well, then this angle is n, right? What is what is? Let me switch colors. What is this angle here? Well, it's supple. It's supplementary to n, so this is 180. This is 180 minus n, and so is this. This is also 180 minus n. And so, what are what are these? What's the sum of these two angles? All right, let me call this. Let me call this a, b. What's the sum of a plus b? Well, we know that a plus b plus this angle plus 180 minus n is equal to 180, right? Because they're all in the same triangle. So a plus b is equal to 180 minus 180 plus n. I just took this. and. Subtracted 180 and added n to both sides. This cancels out. So you get a plus b is equal to n. And similarly, if you had c, if this were c and d, you could do the same thing. c plus d plus this angle, 180 minus n, is equal to 180, because they're all in the same triangle. Subtract 180 from both sides, and add n to both sides, you get c plus d is equal to n. So if you want to know what A plus B plus C plus D is, C plus D is, A plus B is N, C plus D is N, so the whole thing is going to be N plus N or 2N. And that is choice B. Let's see if I have time to do problem sixteen, considering I have a little over under a minute left. Problem sixteen. After the first term, each term in a sequence, actually, this is going to be, I I think this will take some explanation, so I'll do 16 in a video by itself. I'll see you in the next video.